0: Back. He'd seen her take a punch to the face and then kick the living shit out of the guy who'd done it. He'd also seen her whine over her stubbed toe. Sissy would never be a supermodel, but that's what Mitch liked about her. You took Sissy to bed. You never had to worry about breaking her. She was pretty, too. She looked a lot like her big brother, but her features were softer, her fighting scars a little less dramatic. She kept her dark hair in a shaggy, layered cut that teasingly covered and illuminated sharp, light brown eyes and well-defined cheekbones. The hairstyle appeared casual and easily maintained, but Mitch had grown up in a house with women, and his mother, a former registered nurse, now owned her own salon chain. He knew a $300 cut when he saw one. But the designer's shoes on her feet were her first and only pair. Same thing with the designer gown, Sissy liked to be comfortable and look comfortable, and she wasn't afraid to put in a little work to get that across. Yeah, Mitch liked that she was a walking, talking contradiction, a backwoods hillbilly who traveled the world and understood more cultures than some PhDs. A woman who'd barely finished high school, but still managed to earn and keep the respect of people with multiple degrees, a shit-starter, who lived to torture anyone stupid enough to get caught in her web, but who would die to protect her family and friends. Sissy had turned out to be everything he expected, and nothing like he'd thought. So it seemed inevitable they'd end up in bed together, at least for one night, but then Sissy had suddenly looked at him one day and said in her straightforward way, you know, I like you too much to ever fuck you. "'Sissy wasn't much for vague euphemisms. In her world, if you were sleeping together, you weren't doing something right. Sex was for prostitutes, and making love was for people who never got out of the missionary position. And in some bizarre way, Sissy's blunt pronouncement made complete sense to Mitch, and he'd shockingly agreed. They'd been best friends ever since. Of course, that was before she put on that damn dress.' Now he was all distracted and horny, and Sissy had no one to blame but herself and her good-sized ass. Did you say my ass was talking to you? Yep. It had talked to him all through the ceremony, and now while they were being forced to take pictures under the burning Long Island, New York midday sun, a simple thing like taking pictures had turned into a good hour for Mitch to stare at her ass some more. The whole event was out of control, really. Such a huge wedding for two people who couldn't care less about marriage. There were 15 people on the groom's side and 15 on the brides, an interesting mix of males and females and breeds, cats and canines commingling. maybe not happily, but politely. Sissy stood up with her brother, and Mitch had ended up on the bride's side. It had taken him by surprise when the bride had asked him, Why would she want him in her wedding? And that's exactly what he'd asked her. She'd smiled up at him, those big, brown, wild dog eyes of hers, making him feel all protective of her. And then she told him, Because, dude, you're our karaoke king, and we worship at your altar. The bride was an odd girl, but adorable as only a canine could be. But really, how many shifter weddings would he ever be invited to? Unlike many full humans, his kind kept their commitments once they made them, so wasting money on a big wedding or bothering with all the paperwork usually amounted to a complete waste of time. Of course, getting shifters, male and female, to make the commitment was often like pulling teeth, but once trapped, they were in for the long haul. Of course, Bobby Ray Smith, alpha male of the New York Smith Pack and local hillbilly, wasn't marrying just anybody. He was marrying Jessica Ann Ward, alpha of the Kuznetsov wild dog pack, and worshipped geek hottie. And a wedding like this didn't happen every day, or millennium for that matter, so to be part of it was kind of an honor for Mitch. Add in that Jess's pack was as rich as Bill Gates, and you had a wedding on par with a Kennedy event. In fact, The wedding was taking place at an actual castle, and Mitch didn't even have to pay for anything. His tux, shoes, the attempted haircut, already grown back out to his full mane in less than 24 hours, all paid for. Rooms in seriously expensive hotels down the road had also been booked. He knew the food would be stupendous, and there was apparently a room called the...